Hello, my dudes. Wow, welcome back to Previously Gifted. First of all, I am so sorry that it's been so many weeks since the last episode. Um, I was traveling and then I was having anxiety and I could not produce a good episode. Uh, but I'm back today and we are going to focus on college updates because obviously I don't think I've really answered a lot of questions about my college situation so far and I wanted to discuss some things specifically about what it's like to return to college as a slightly older undergrad. I am 23 and I'm at junior level, so that's definitely um, old-ish. Definitely not like old in general, but in college, when most people graduate by 22, I'm a little bit older. But we've got to catch up on some things. I have new patrons to shout out, so I want to do that first. Um, yes, thank you guys for joining the Patreon. We have three new patrons. Antonia McCall, thank you so much. We have Alita Boise Picor, Boys Picor. Thank you, Alita. And Sydney Seifert, Seifert. What's up, girlies? Thank you guys so much for joining the podcast and supporting previously gifted. Um, we also have to give our shout outs to our sponsors, which are Hannah Baker, Sam Orn, Eric Courtright, Liz Walsh, and Jerome Nivens. Thank you guys so much for the continued support. Again, if you guys want to be patrons, you can go to patreon.com slash previously gifted. I need to record my patron only bonus episode very soon because I'm trying to do them monthly. Um, so yeah, today I have a bunch of questions. I asked you guys on Instagram what you wanted me to answer, and um, luckily there were a lot of the same questions over and over, so that makes it easy for me to answer most of what you guys were wondering about. Um, but first thing before I get started, um, I wanted to address something that I should have talked about sooner. So a couple episodes back, I was talking about comedy and how I once wanted to be a comedian. Um, and in that podcast episode, I was talking about Mad TV and how I used to watch Mad TV, which is like a sketch kind of comedy show. And then I did an impression of I did an impression of me doing the impression of Bunny Swan. Um, and I regret doing that. I have taken it out of the podcast episode because a couple of people commented, and then I realized with a lot of embarrassment how insensitive it was for me to do that impression, um, to even like repeat it, because uh, Bunny Swan is a character that is basically a kind of like racist stereotype of Asians. But yeah, initially I just re-edited those episodes and re-uploaded them without that part because I didn't want more people to hear it because again, I was embarrassed and I didn't want more people to feel um, uncomfortable about it. But I also wanted to address it here because I think it is important to like own up to your mistakes and that was definitely a mistake, so again. I hope you guys uh, don't see me any differently from that, but I just wanted to bring that up. So I got a lot of the same questions, so let's just jump in. Uh, first thing, people asked what my major is and where I'm going to school. So I am a media studies major. I started out uh, my undergrad degree as a digital filmmaking major. And yeah, in my first couple years, I was like, I don't know if I really want to stick with like video and film production, because um, obviously a film major is very heavy in 
specifically film production and um, film analysis. And a lot of that was interesting, but I was like, do I want four years of this? Do I want my whole degree to be about this? Not necessarily. So um, yeah, I decided to do media studies. I also, when I was doing my applications, submitted some applications to like general kind of communication majors. But for the school that I ended up choosing, I really liked their media studies program and it just seemed like a good all-around fit for the things that I'm interested in studying. So um, I'm still not telling you guys where I'm going to school because trying to protect my privacy in any way. Um, but I'm going to a CUNY school, which is a city university of New York. It's a public college and um, I'm happy with it so far. <laughs> but that being said, um, most of you would probably know if you're regular podcast listeners, but I'm currently only taking one course for this spring semester um, because everything fell through with my residency paperwork and I wasn't able to prove before the start of this semester and the whole billing period that I am a New York resident or that I qualify for um, New York resident tuition. So the cost of that was huge. Just one course cost, I think, like $1,800. And um, so to, to take a full course load just would have been way too expensive. So I thought it was worth it for me to wait until hopefully future semesters. Uh, and I'll hopefully be accepted as a New York resident because I have lived here for over a year. Um, and then I'll be able to enjoy student um financial aid for New York and the lower tuition rate. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm currently in like my intro class to my major, which has been interesting. Um, it definitely has confirmed that this is a good major for me because like it's so relevant to my internet analysis series. And I was like, dude, this is great timing. Like who would have thought that, I don't know, I'd jump into a major that would like, you know, be able to help me in my YouTube, but also my YouTube kind of videos and, and thought processes help me in class. So it's all just very relevant. Um, so next question, was taking a break or two right? Yeah, I think someone asked about my gap year, but technically I have taken like two, two and a half years of breaks. So yeah, I did take a gap year right after high school. And I think that was important for me to just be able to slowly like reevaluate college and decide if I really wanted to go. Um, so I definitely don't regret that. And I wanted to go back to school immediately, but then obviously my transfer process um, got very messy. So I, you know, I would have loved to go back to school right after I came back from studying abroad, but then everything fell through and then I moved to New York instead. And then I applied to New York schools. Um, so I ended up having to take quite a lot of time off. Um, but either way, I think that my time off, again, really gave me the freedom to think more and reconsider what I wanted to do. And it helped lead me to the major that I'm in, which I'm happy about. Again, I'm only one class into the major, but looking at like the courses that I'm gonna need to take in the next like two years, um, they look pretty interesting. I still do have some kind of general ed kind of requirements, so I'll have a little bit of variety. I'm sure I'm gonna go back and take at least a few more French classes. Um, but yeah, I'm excited, dude. Um, next question. Is it hard to get back into study or school mode? And yeah, I think so, because like I thought it would be 
easy, but it's like once you are out of school, it's just not natural for you to be thinking about like needing to study or um, just needing to get like schoolwork done. And especially being in one class, I find that I go to class like two days a week. So I go to class those days and then the rest of the week I kind of forget about school and then all of a sudden it's Sunday and I have schoolwork to do again. So it's a little bit harder to stay in like school or study mode because like I'm only doing it two days of the week. I think that'll be a lot easier once I have a full course load. Um, Next question. Actually, I feel like this one's relevant. How to balance YouTube slash work with studying. Um, Yeah, some people asked how that's been. Just in general, like, I have found it a little bit difficult because I've been adjusting to, again, this new series and more sponsors on my channel than I've ever had. So it's like, those are like little deadlines that I have to kind of shape all of my video schedules around. But I mean, in general, I am really lucky that my schedule is pretty relaxed. Like if you look at my week, and what I aim to accomplish. It's like, I go to school two days a week, I need to do whatever reading and homework, which isn't too much. And then I would like to make at least one video on my main channel, which does take a good amount of time, but I can still be very flexible with when I like record and edit. And then I try to do my podcast, but I know I've been slacking on that. But really, like I know when I look at my week, compared to people who may be like literally in school full-time and working full-time. I have a lighter load currently than a lot of people, so I'm definitely enjoying it while I can because I am mapping it out to be, I'm gonna be a lot more busy in future semesters, again, as I'm taking more courses. But um, I do find it a little bit difficult in that like, I'm trying to balance my schedule with Nathan's And I feel like Nathan sometimes might forget that I'm in school, kind of. Um, Or more so, like, Nathan's really good at working, like, a 9 to 5 kind of schedule, Monday through Friday. So then when he gets home, he's ready to be done and, like, just chill. And he wants to be able to chill with me because he hasn't seen me all day. And then on the weekends, he wants to relax. But for me, if I had it, like, my way, I would probably be working kind of all the time. Like sometimes I have more energy at night to do like editing or work. Um, And especially with schoolwork, like I just, I'll do it when I am inspired by it. And sometimes that is at night. Um, And I find it a little bit hard to like do work on the weekends because I don't want to make Nathan feel like (laughs) you had literally Monday through Friday, like 40 hours to do all this work. And instead you're doing your work on the weekend which is our limited time to like hang out and chill together. So I totally get that, but it's like, I feel like that's the conflict is like, in that sense, we're at different points in our lives and it'll only get a little more complicated once I'm in more classes. But it's like, it's hard to be, like he's in career like professional mode and I'm in like student freelancer mode, which are just two completely different kind of schedules and, and work habit kind of lives. So yeah, that's been, that's been interesting. I've been trying to figure out, mostly, I've been trying to force myself to be better at um, time management, like Monday through Fridays. Um, because like, you know, I don't wanna like stress about all my work that has to be done the day before it's due, um, though I am usually a pretty chronic procrastinator. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been interesting. 
So then my next question, which was asked a million times, was, is it hard making friends, especially as a commuter and an older student? (sighs) Man, like... (laughs) Of course, it's hard making friends. Um, again, I'm only taking one class, and it was funny because the first, you know, few times that I came back from class, at the end of the day, Nathan would be like, "Oh, did you make any friends? Did you talk to someone new today?" And I'd be like, "No, I literally haven't spoken to anyone all day." Um, and yeah, it's like you know, if you're going to a discussion, like there's forced discussion in the class, so you maybe talk to people about class. Um, but then you go to lecture and obviously you're not talking to or with people in lecture and yeah, I go to class and then I come home and like, it's not like I'm talking to people around the, you know, campus or on the subway. So it's literally like, I have not communicated with anyone in like a social way. And that's completely all on me. Like I haven't put any effort or energy into doing that yet. I'm going to need to because, um, Yeah, this summer I'm trying to make some friends. It's time for me to reach out. Those of you who live in New York, I would love to hang out and I need to I need to make some friends. You know, it's time. I've lived in this state for too long to like not have friends. It's really bad. Um, But yeah, just in general, like some people asked, uh, what is it like being an older student and like being in classes with 18 year olds? I don't know, like, again, it's only one class, and I don't know exactly how old everybody else is in my, like, discussion group, but I think a lot of them are, like, 18, 19, probably. (laughs) I don't really, like, see a total divide necessarily, but I do see, like, yeah, I guess just differences in experiences, and, and a lot of times, like, in my media class, we're talking about, like, social media and just things that are relevant to like our lives. And I do see a teeny bit of a divide in like what these younger students talk about. I don't know. It's really weird. I wish I had examples. Um, But yeah, there there are little things that make me like realize, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit older than these other kids, you know? And also the fact that those students, the ones who are freshmen are literally my little brother's age. And I'm like, I cannot imagine being in a class with my little brother, you know, like that's, that's super weird. Um, again, I'm sure, I'm sure there are other maybe transfers in the same boat as me, because obviously when you transfer in, you have to like catch up and take all the prereqs before you can take the upper level courses. Um, but yeah, it's been really interesting. I don't know. I, I'm definitely looking forward to the time when I start to take upper level courses and interact with other like juniors or seniors at least who are deeper into the program and stuff because um, again like the class that I'm taking is an intro class but it's also um, it fulfills some like core requirement so there are a lot of people in that class who are not like media studies majors so it's just like I, I want to take classes with other majors so that I can get to know people who are in my program and will be in a, like more of my other classes Um, and yeah, I miss socializing. It's so, it's very weird. I don't know. It kind of feels nice though, just being at the school and like just being around other people as sad as that may sound, because like, 
Um, again, I spend a lot of my time alone or like working at home by myself. So there are definitely like plenty of days where I'm literally inside all day. Like I don't even go outside or go on a walk. Um, I've been cutting on, cutting down on Starbucks. So I haven't like even walked to Starbucks. <laughs> like that used to be my little like socializing moment of the day, which is sad. But um, yeah, and cutting down on Starbucks, I just don't leave the house because I'm like, oh, I don't want to eat out. I don't want to waste money on coffee. But then I'm like, I haven't seen the sun in a day. <laughs> but it is nice to go to school and just be around other people and kind of feel that like energy, I guess. Um, but yeah, it'll be great once I actually have friends. Some people were asking like, how do you make friends? And I'm like, great question. Uh, yeah, I, I would definitely not be the person to ask about this because I haven't done anything. But again, I intend to reach out to some people. I mean, there are like a couple of people from like high school or like my hometown who live in uh, New York now. And I've been like, hey, we should hang out. And I haven't done it, but also they haven't done it. You know, everything's a two way street. So don't blame yourself. Of solely. Um, but yeah, like there are people that I've, you know, hung out with before, but haven't like reconnected with. So it's like the ball is in either of our courts. And I guess it's just up to me or them to finally, you know, hit the other person up. Um, but also, yeah, like I really do um, rely on, I guess, my like viewers and my followers because there are so many cool people who you know watch my videos or follow me on instagram and i do like stalk your pages occasionally especially if you dm me on instagram um and sometimes i notice oh they live in new york like we should hang out they look cool <laughs> and i'm like uh the the thing is i just feel like i'm so lazy right now like really monday through friday like especially when i'm in the city like going to school I could easily be like hey like I'm free on these days after this time like do you want to meet up and have food or coffee but then I'm like oh god that takes effort so it's definitely going to take some time to put myself back into that um, but if it does happen I hope it happens uh, I'll let you guys know how it goes and hopefully a couple months from now I will have friends that'll be great um Someone asked if I've been having uh, social anxiety uh, because in New Orleans, I did have a little bit of social anxiety for a bit. And that was like, especially like right when my anxiety first appeared. So I was just learning about all of it and kind of learning how to manage it. But yeah, my social anxiety in New Orleans mostly came from Mardi Gras. So like Mardi Gras season is a big like party season and there's a lot of parades and stuff. And just at that point, like my mental health wasn't great. And I did not feel like going out and being in crowds. To this day, I still don't love like crowded situations. Um, I also don't like like drinking all day and not knowing where I'm going to be able to pee. Like little things like that truly do kind of stress me out. I wouldn't say these days that I'm feeling social anxiety, but I was at that point, I think. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't had what I would say is social anxiety recently, but I'm definitely more shy and I just need to put myself out there more often to like practice, you know, like that's, I think what it takes is like, if you have dealt with social anxiety or any kind of like shyness, um, it takes just one day at a time, putting yourself out there, 
making a plan with someone and actually doing it, even though on the day of you probably want to cancel just because it seems scary to have to do anything. Um, yeah, it just, it takes one day at a time and eventually, you know, you'll find people that you feel more comfortable with and that don't feel like tiring at the thought of like having to hang out with them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we, we have like close friends that it doesn't take any effort to hang out with them. You just can hang out. And then there are kind of more acquaintances that you enjoy hanging out with, but it may take a little bit more effort or you wouldn't be down to hang out on like a bad day. Um, when like, you know, if you were with your best friend, you could have your worst day and you'd still want to be able to see them probably. That's what I think. I don't know. (laughs) Um, somebody said, what's your routine? What is my routine? I've been really trying to, um, build a routine in the first place. I've been like super, I don't know. I've been trying to integrate a lot of things into my routine that I've been trying to integrate for a long time. And um, I do get a little bit tired of myself, like being like, I'm working on this and like not progressing at all. But let's see. Okay. My ideal, my ideal morning routine. (laughs) I wake up at no designated time. Um, No, but really I don't, I don't like alarms. Like I hate alarm clocks and my classes are not super early. So I can get away with waking up kind of naturally, but I do kind of wake up a lot of mornings when Nathan gets up and goes to work, which is usually around like 7 a.m. So sometimes I'll wake up at 7, not really intending to get up, but then I'm up and I'm like, oh, okay, let's start the day. And um, I've been trying to use my phone less lately. I'm trying to do like a little experiment with myself. So... Um, I try to resist that urge to like sit on my phone in bed for an hour. Uh, and I try to just get up and be like, okay, let's get this going. So ideally I would first thing oil pull. (laughs) So I'd get my coconut oil, swish that around in my mouth for like 10, 15 minutes. Um, apparently it's good for your gums, I guess. And while I'm oil pulling, I'll either shower or start my like tea and breakfast, So, you know, gotta boil that water, gotta make that cream of wheat. (laughs) And then I'll spit out the disgusting coconut oil. And then I'm probably listening to a YouTube video. So in trying to not use my phone, I've been using my computer, which I know is like counterproductive. But to me, it's, it's better for my habits to not be used to having my phone in my hand. So even just doing something on my computer instead kind of helps me not be so obsessive about it. So I'm probably listening to like a political update video or something and um, making my breakfast, drinking my tea. I also have been really trying to drink water. I know I say this constantly, but it's a constant battle. Um, For a little while, I was like taking tallies on my refrigerator on this little notepad literally trying to force myself every time I walked past the kitchen to like look at it and think I should drink another glass of water. So before my tea is cool, I will drink water and then I will eat my breakfast and then I will probably start writing for a video or something. Um, yeah, my, my, my routine is pretty flexible and sometimes that like ruins me because it's not strict enough to keep me like forced to do things. But again, on two days of the week, I have class. So I'll have like kind of a slow morning, which I enjoy. And then I will get ready. Again, that takes me a little while because I like to take my damn time. And then um, I like to get a little bit 
early to class, so I head over to the subway, I take the subway, sometimes I just listen to music, sometimes I'll read a book, and then I get to class, and then I just chill there, and then when it's done, I leave, and then I get home and hopefully do something productive when I get back. Yeah, that probably sounds like a very... (laughs) very relaxed day. Um, and yeah, again, I understand the, the benefits of, you know, doing the kind of job that I am currently doing, but also there's been so much pressure in that, like, oh God, I don't even know. There's pressure in so many things. So obviously the pressure to create like entertaining, like good, intelligent kind of videos. I've been trying to make my videos like a certain quality, Um, in terms of my own expectations, but also like, I know that the internet analysis series, like some people really like, and they want it to continue to be really good, but it's like, I kind of stress myself out and trying to make sure that it's like fitting whatever expectations I or we are putting on it. Um, But then, yeah, I have my like sponsorships and then I feel a little stressed that I'm maybe doing too many sponsorships or whatever. And um, this is tea, but... (laughs) So like sponsors, Um, it takes a little while to like negotiate rates and exactly what they want from you, what you want from them, whatever, Um, and then scheduling and telling them what video you're planning on putting the mention in or whatever. Um, So I've done that. And then I've had a sponsor reach back, which I've never had before, and basically say that my video was like underperforming not in terms of like views, but in terms of downloads. Um, And it's like, that's such a hard thing because I don't know what their expectation is like as like a social media marketer or an influencer marketing manager or something. Um, I get that they have expectations and obviously when a brand hires an influencer, they expect, you know, to get downloads or get purchases or whatever. Um, But I had a company, you know, reach out to me and go, hey, like, thanks for everything, but it's not doing as great as we expected. And like, could you continue to promote it, please? And I was like, uh, it was like a, a difficult place for me because I'm like, I can never guarantee that a certain number of my viewers will be interested in the thing, though I do try to choose things that are relevant Um, but also like, I can't guarantee that they'll want to download whatever app or they'll want to buy whatever service or product. Um, so it's like, if you ask me like before a sponsorship, like how many people do you think will click on this link or how many people do you think would buy this? I have no clue. Like, you know, I feel like I know my audience pretty well in terms of like topics that you guys are interested in. Um, but I don't know like your consumption habits. So anyway, Yeah, I've just felt like a little bit of pressure in that way in that like, you know, I need to do sponsorships to be able to make more money because I'm prioritizing paying off my debt right now. And um, so I don't want to feel bad about like making money, but then like I don't want to make my audience hate me if I do too many sponsorships. And then I don't want to disappoint the companies because ultimately I get it. They're investing in me because they think that my video or, you know, my, me working with them will benefit the company. And it's like, you know, I never want to disappoint someone, but also it's just, it's such an unpredictable part of the job. And that's just kind of an added stress, like after the fact, because usually when you finish a sponsorship, like you're, you've done everything that's in your contract, um, you, you finish it, they approve it, you you send your invoice and then, um, that's it. 
So it's a little bit stressful to hear back, even though I have no obligation. It's not like in my contract it says I have to get a certain number, but um, it just makes you feel bad. Like, you know, in any kind of, oh, my camera shut off. In any kind of job situation, like if you, I don't know, there, there aren't a lot of jobs that would compare like this, but like basically if you haven't met their expectations, um, it makes you feel bad. So I'm like, hmm. Yeah, so I've been dealing with that just a, a teeny bit. It's funny though, like one, one like slightly negative email or one slightly negative comment or something can literally ruin my day. And that is such a struggle. Like I'm just such a um, sensitive person and that like I'll just sit and focus on it for forever, even if there's nothing I can do about it in that moment. And um, that can kind of make it difficult to like film a video like, oh, I need to film a video today, but I'm in a bad mood because I'm sad <laughs> like or I need to record a podcast. Um, yeah, I actually recorded a podcast episode, I think last week or the week before when I came back from Arizona and um, I was trying to catch up because I didn't post while I was gone. And I had been feeling really anxious because I temporarily got off of my birth control to just see how I felt. And then surprise, my anxiety came back. Um, and mostly it's like nighttime anxiety. So I have like a big, a lot of problems falling asleep and I have really like restless sleep. Um, so that fucked me up for <laughs> a good month. And um, yeah, I recorded the podcast episode and then I got to a point where I was just like, I straight up just like sat silently for like 30 seconds and I was like hmm this episode sucks and I can't post it you know uh, anyway I'm really scared that this episode is kind of like that so I don't know also let's just have a real chat because I'm stressed um I'm thinking of pulling back on the podcast I wouldn't end it completely um but I might want to end the patreon um, because I think if I can't consistently post every week and I can't be consistent about monthly bonus episodes, I don't want to be taking money from people. I so much appreciate people supporting this podcast and wanting to donate their hard-earned money to it. Um, but I feel really bad, again, if I don't like meet people's expectations or if I fail on the promises that I have given you. So yeah, lately, I don't know. I've just been like... If I don't feel inspired enough to make a podcast episode, I don't want you to have to listen to like some uninspired bullshit from me because it's not good for either of us. And also I wanna make sure that all of my energy is going to the best possible places in terms of the work and stuff that I need to get done. Um, and I really enjoy the podcast most of the time, but sometimes I do get a little bit busy and I don't want it to be like an afterthought kind of thing that I do. So anyway, I'll keep you guys updated on that. Um, but yeah, I might just start only posting podcasts when I when I feel like it, um, when I'm feeling well, which who knows? It could be every week. It could be every two weeks. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to keep you guys updated because I feel bad. Like I, I don't like to um, be inconsistent. And yeah, I, I don't know if I'm just... If my mental health is not the best, I'm obviously not going to be able to make an entertaining podcast. Let me check how much time we're at. Oh my God, we're only at 33 minutes. That makes me feel bad. <laughs> anyway, okay, well, then let's stop talking about sad shit. Okay, let's take a little break and then we'll come back and do some movie reviews. Let's do it. 
And I'm back. It has been so long since I recorded this podcast that I can't remember the last like Netflix review that I gave you guys, but I have been watching a good amount of movies. I don't know if I talked about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, but that shit is fucking dope, okay? If you haven't seen it, I really recommend it. I didn't know how I would feel about like a whole like cartoony-ish kind of Spider-Man, but it turned out to be like my fucking favorite. I don't know. I've never been super into the Spider-Man like franchises, but this one one was just so well made and so interesting um, that you should definitely check it out. So that's the first one. Um, I rated that four and a half stars on Letterboxd. That's a big deal. Next, I recently watched Captain Marvel. Dude, I had a dream the other night that I met Brie Larson and I, now I can't remember what happened in it. That's interesting, but I, I definitely remember like meeting her and like trying to like impress her in some way, <laughs> but like everybody loves Brie Larson. Um, Captain Marvel, yeah, Nathan and I were very excited about this um, and it ended up coming out while I was away and Nathan was like, oh no, I'll just wait until you come back and then we'll watch it together. Um, but then he was too impatient, so he watched it alone and then he was gone and I watched it by myself and then he came back and then we talked about it. But Captain Marvel, it was interesting. Obviously Brie Larson is fucking fantastic, but in terms of the actual like plot and storyline, I really liked it. I thought, again, it's really cool to see, you know, female superheroes. We love that representation, but truly like, um, a lot of the Captain Marvel like storyline is about, you know, people doubting her, um, and her abilities to do all the things that she does. And some of it is relevant to her being a woman. Um, there's, you know, the whole element of perseverance, uh, and also like her memory, like she throughout the film is trying to literally figure out who she is. She's trying to put the pieces of her life back together because she, um, like forgot her life. <laughs> so anyway, I'm not going to try to explain the movie because I honestly don't even remember details. Um, enough to explain it, but I did enjoy it. And hell, am I so excited for Avengers Endgame. Who knew I'd turn into a fucking superhero geek, dude? Um, I blame Nathan wholeheartedly, but um, it is pretty fucking entertaining. And really it is impressive, um, those movies. I mean, the production value is always great and they're just funny. I mean, especially Marvel. I really do enjoy Marvel now. Um, I, I like DC too, but I think I prefer Marvel. Anyway, I need to catch up on a couple more of the like, um, what do you call them? Nope, can't remember. Some of the earlier like Marvel um, films because I haven't seen like the original like Captain America. I've seen like maybe one of the first like Iron Man movies. Like there are a lot of the like, what do you call them? It's like when the character is introduced and it, it explains the beginning of them. I'll remember it later and hate myself. Anyway, Captain Marvel was good and she is going to be in um, Avengers, and, and, nice, Avengers Endgame. And rumor has it she's going to be a big, important part of it. So here we fucking go. That's coming out soon. I rated Captain Marvel three and a half stars. Then I watched part one of Leaving Neverland. Um, I'm not going to get into it because it's just fucking heavy, but that is the Michael Jackson uh, more, you know, sexual assault accusations, um, allegations 
documentary and yeah it is just about as heavy as the reviews and everything have said it is and again there's a part two so in total there's like four hours of um stories and stuff from the two men who have come forward and it is just mind-blowing it um I didn't even want to watch it because I was like oh this is just gonna like like it's gonna be uncomfortable to watch because obviously it's not a fun watch but I think it's really important and um yeah there have been some some conflicts I guess of whether or not it's even like something that we should bring up again but I think it is important and I think that the um the victims slash survivors of all of this, um, if these allegations are all true, um, which I believe them to be, but that's a whole other thing. Um, I think it's important for them to be able to finally come out and share their story because that is something that's deeply impactful to them and their families. Um, but yeah, some people think like, oh, because Michael Jackson's dead, like he can't defend himself. It's unfair for them to come out with this now. Um, but I, I disagree. Anyway, I could probably rant about that for a little bit too long, but we're not going to do it. I rated that three and a half stars as well. Then I watched Aquaman. Um, yeah, the other night, Nathan and I wanted to watch a movie and we bought Aquaman for like $20. Okay. But I was like, you know what? It'll be good. I've heard some funny things about it. I think Grace Helbig talked about it in her This Might Get Weird podcast, but she said it was like the worst, like weirdest movie ever. So I was kind of excited. And the beginning <laughs> is the birth of Aquaman. Um, origin story, you dumb shit. That's what I was trying to remember. The origin story films of each of the superheroes. Nice. Uh, so... <laughs> I'll just spoil the beginning for you. Um, Aquaman is half human, half uh, Atlantean. And his his mom is, uh, what's her name? At, at Atlanta. <laughs> his mom is Atlanta, who was queen of Atlantis. Um, and she's also Nicole Kidman. And dude, when she first came out of the water, I was like, is that Nicole Kidman? And I was like, damn, I think that's Nicole Kidman. But she looks so young. I was like, is that really her? I don't know. I can't tell. Uh, it was her. Yes. And she falls in love with Aquaman's dad. And then they have Aquaman. And I swear to God, I fucking cried. I straight up cried in the beginning of Aquaman. <sighs> I'm a sucker for like the musical scores that are like, like, you know, they're meant to be emotional. Um, but most people don't actually cry because of them. But I was like, oh, I don't know what I was crying about. Like the baby, the love. I don't know. I don't know. So I cried and Nathan noticed and he was like, are you fucking serious? You're crying from Aquaman? And I was like, yeah. But then the rest of the movie, there were so many ridiculous things that made me just laugh so hard that I was like, this film made me cry. How did that happen? And then guess what, bitch? Did I cry again at the end? Yeah. God, are you kidding me? <laughs> I kind of love it though. Like I have no shame in crying, even if a movie is bad, because I love human emotion, okay? And I'm gonna express it when I want to. So that's that. So I rated Aquaman three stars. And I, my most recent watch was just last night. Nathan and I watched Us, Jordan Peele's second film. And um, holy shit. Holy shit. Uh, obviously, everyone fucking 
went nuts over Get Out and Us has been very highly anticipated. And yeah, like the trailer, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, who even knows what's happening? And we booked the tickets. And in the days leading up to that, um, I had seen so many like little reviews and things um, like I had to watch Us twice and I still don't really get it. <laughs> or like watching Us fucked me up in the best way. Or, I don't know. And I was just like, okay, don't click on it. You don't want any spoilers, but obviously we're in for a ride. Um, and that was interesting. Yeah. Overall, great film. I rated it four stars. Um, I am just such a huge fan of Jordan Peele. He, he definitely is a very original and innovative um, filmmaker and he is really like reinvigorating the horror um, genre and making it something a lot deeper than what it has been at least in recent history you know we got we got so many of those super shallow predictable shitty horror films that it was just like how dare you even call yourself horror like you're just like a cheap movie but like his movies are all very deep, you know, there's like actual like allegorical meaning behind it and so many different interpretations and um, yeah, and they fuck you up, you know? So that was a, a very interesting thing. One thing, as I always say, when I go to the movies, we sat down, we were in our nice recliner chairs and the couple next to Nathan were talking and then um, the movie started and they were still talking. And I was like, they better stop right now. They better stop, you know? Um, they were just like, like louder than whispering, but talking in the beginning of the movie. I would say the beginning 10 or 15 minutes of the movie. And I was like, within the first 30 seconds of them speaking, my blood was boiling because I was like, is this going to ruin the movie? Like, if they're going to keep doing this this whole time, it will ruin the movie because I'm so distracted listening to their little... And their loud-ass, like, candy bags and stuff. Um, I will forgive loud plastic bags and candy eating if you're not talking. But if you're talking, no. Just no forgiveness. Um, yeah, I was like, this is going to ruin the movie. Great. I, I'm angry. And I wish I had the balls to, like, turn to them and be like, shut the fuck up. Like, you know, I always like daydream about like what exactly how I would confront someone who's talking in like a show. Like, how do you do that? Do you just like, do you just pull the classic shh? Does that work? I think sometimes it works, but I feel like it only works if you're like a mom. You're like, shh. And everyone's like, oh, shit, watch out. But I feel like if I did it, I'd be like, excuse me, could you please be quiet? And they'd be like, what? I'd be like, could you be Never mind. <laughs> you know, like, I feel like I wouldn't just be able to be like, shut the fuck up. We all paid money for this, you bitch. Really, though? Really? Like, how disrespectful do you have to be to talk during a movie? I truly can't imagine it. I really can't. But anyway, at one point in the movie, thank God, they stopped talking. And I just kept thinking that it, they would that they would start again soon. I was like, I cannot rest. I'm not at peace. I feel like it's just going to come back. Um, but they stopped. And that was good. Um, but then at the end, in the last couple minutes of the movie, they started talking again. And I was like, I cannot handle the disrespect. I would love to kick your ass. If I could literally kick anyone's ass, it would be people who talk in movie theaters. That's it. 
they 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 truly deserve it because I just want to sit and I want to enjoy the cinematic experience. I want to enjoy the surround sound. I don't want to hear any words come from a person. You know, oh, God, just got me so heated. Um, all right, well, that is all for today's episode. I hope it wasn't shitty. Um, I hope I answered some of the questions about college that you guys had. And you guys should definitely watch some good movies and let me know if there are any that you think I should watch because I'm always looking for them, you know, always w- looking for new things. Okay, that's all. <sighs> all right, um, mm, I'm tired now. I have to go to a doctor's appointment. Okay, thanks. Bye. You can tell I haven't been on the podcast in a long time because I forgot how to do everything.